0: i <laughs> <laughs>
1: good crowd again tonight we pray you administer to our hearts in this service you already have speak to us and help us to be obedient to your voice this evening God you are able to meet our every need regardless of what it is you are a problem-solving God who's not shaken by circumstances or viruses or worldly conditions on the throne. You're in control. You're still in charge of this church. Bless us and help us tonight, I pray. In Jesus' name and all God's people, say Amen. Amen. If you're glad to be in church tonight, would you say amen? Amen. You're probably wondering where the choir is probably wondering why I'm standing up here all by myself except for this beautiful orchestra over here Hallelujah I am so proud of them Ike, I know you're sick bro but we miss you tonight I want you to know that but it's been a long day and it's been a you know uh, an emotional an emotional day and, and a taxi day and yet you all came back tonight. My mom and dad even came back tonight. Mom and Dad, if you come three Sundays in a row, you can get a free Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear good preaching. I know. <laughs> Everybody say amen. Amen. <laughs> Help yourself, Brother Everstal. I came to church. for God. Hey, amen. Praise God. To you tonight, that I may be in trouble for not <laughs> But I thought, didn't, didn't the choir do such a wonderful job this morning? Well? And they sang three songs this morning and worked very hard. And then, uh, don't you thank the Lord for the wonderful meal that we had this afternoon? Amen. And you know, let's let's just address the elephant in the room. Some were concerned, we, you know. Some of the people that that decided to to move on to less than greener pastures, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> were, we're excellent cooks. Yes. You know, some said to me, pastor, you know, I'm a little concerned. But folks, God takes care of independent yes. Nazarene yes. church. Yes. And he always has. And you know what? He always will. Amen. And so you stepped up. and And uh, Sister Connie Joslin, I wasn't going to identify her by name, but she's kind of giving me a rough time today, so I told her I went over there and started breaking bread and multiplying it. (laughs) and (laughs) multiplying. But thank the Lord, and thank you. Thank you, Roger and Donna, for spearheading the food, and and for everyone just stepping up, and and 180 being here this morning. And, And then people just stayed around forever visiting, and uh, there were people here this morning that said we're going to come back, and, and uh, they asked about the church, and asked about Junior Church, and about other things, and, and I was happy to tell them that this is a place where they can find God and find help. Amen. And so Amen. I just uh, am overwhelmed at how great of a day it's been, and I did not want to take unfair advantage of you tonight because you have had a busy day, but I do want us to have church. Amen. and I. Did think I would mix up the order just a little bit if that's okay. I guess I can do that now, can I? <laughs> but I want to start. I want you to take your sing to the Lord songbook, and I want you to turn to song number thirty-five. And I just thought it would be good tonight to uh, to begin to begin with this great song. song number 368
0: song number 368
2: We will take the offering again like we did this morning. I'm going to have Jim take your time not in any hurry. No, our dear pastor, just as soon as we get him in the pulpit, first thing he does is not want to preach. <laughs> I heard that, Dad. Yes. First thing, the first service, the very first service. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we tease our friends, do you we not? Know? We had a good meal today. Amen. A good Amen. time of fellowship. I think I got to say hi about all of you. It was a good time. The Lord blesses. Praise his name. Sweet Jesus, thank you so much for how you blessed us today. Yes. It's been a good day because you were here. It was a good day because we've obeyed you. It was a good day, sweet Lord, because you are blessing our church and our people. And we give you the praise. And Lord, if anyone was touched in the message this morning, you'll continue to help them find their way to the truth and the light. And you are the light and the truth. We ask Lord to bless this offering, the gift and the giver. In Jesus' precious name, amen. amen. amen.
1: Bible, and God revived the orchestra. And I just believe it's going to continue to grow, and I'm so excited. I don't know where you're going, but I hope you're playing the same.
0: Y'all playing the same? Will you let me sing with you? I'm
1: kidding. I did want us to have a special song tonight. Just you two are going to sing. Don't you appreciate it? I just. I mean, I can't help it. I've done a lot of reminiscing today. Someone said to me, "How did you, how did you get them?" And I said, "Well, they like coffee and Mountain Dew." And so easy. And I just kind of told how the Lord,
2: the Lord led them here. It's plain and simple, like He's led many of you.
1: And I thank the Lord for them.
2: Lord bless them as they say.
1: Well, have you had a good day? Amen. I have too. And I'm uh, probably a little too full to be standing up here and singing. I still have a food coma. I'll be honest. But I think one thing has been clear today. Even now, he, he's been at our midst. Amen.
0: Hey, listen to this song.
1: Thank you, Lee and Jill. Our president has has called today for a, a national day of prayer, and so I want to I want to end the service tonight with uh, with prayer. That's why we didn't really have the traditional congregational prayer that we. I'll preach a little bit because uh-huh. I can't help myself Joshua chapter 3 and I'm just going to make some remarks I I'm, I'm, I don't have the outline with me that I would normally preach from this passage But in Joshua chapter 3, verse number 9, Joshua said unto the children of Israel, Come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Hereby ye he shall know that the living God is among you. And that he without fear fail. Drive out from before you the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Hivites, and the Perizzites, and the Girgashites and the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you and that He will without fail. Amen. Today has been marked with His presence. Today, as he has in in the past, he smiled on an independent Nazarene church. This moment in the lives of the children of Israel was a defining moment. Forty years of wondering had come to an end. Years of wandering that were absolutely unnecessary. It was the will of God to lead them out of Egypt. It was the will of God to get them across the Red Sea. And it was the will of God to lead them right to the land of Canaan. That was the will of God. May I submit to you tonight, brothers and sisters, it's still the will of God. To get you out of Egypt. To get you across the Red Sea and to get you to the land of Canaan. it still as will. On the brink of the Jordan, somebody blinked. And said, Why don't we send over twelve spies and just check the place out? Wouldn't be the last time people would get in trouble trying to analyze God's perfect will. The 12 spies went, and the 12 spies came back. 10 of them said, we can't whip these guys. We're grasshoppers. They're giants. It's impossible. Will fail. Two of the twelve were men who were filled with faith in a mighty God. Amen. Thank God. And they said, We'll crush them. God will be with us. We will prevail. But the people listened to the ten instead of the two. And backed away from God's perfect promise. It's always God's perfect promise, brothers and sisters. We'll just follow Him. And they stepped away from the Jordan that day. And for 40 years, they wandered in the wilderness. And 40 years later, that crowd that said no to God died. Every one of them the book of Hebrews says their carcasses fell in the wilderness. Amen. They died. They could not go in because of their unbelief. Amen. Right. And only two of them remained. Caleb and Joshua. When God took Moses off the scene and raised up Joshua, Joshua, And one day in the place of prayer, Joshua looked up and saw a face he didn't recognize. And he pulled his sword and he said, are you for us or are you against us? You know, brothers and sisters, there comes a time where it's helpful to know who's for you and who's against you. And that voice said, I'm the captain. And Joshua was commissioned to do the job that Moses couldn't do. Now here they are. Standing on the brink. A new generation. A new leader. Staring at the same Jordan. That had caused their parents to die in the wilderness. Joshua said, One thing is going to be very clear today. It will be very clear that the Lord God is among us.
2: Amen. Thank God.
1: Can I tell you tonight that the cry of my heart is that it will be very clear that the Lord God is among us. Let me rephrase it. It has been very clear that the Lord God is among us. It has been very clear that He's the one calling the shots, not you, not me, not any outside force. If he's proven anything about independent Nazarene church, he has proven that this is his church. Amen. Amen. And Joshua said, you will know. Well, how can we know? How can, if I were to preach the sermon, I would preach, how can we know that the Lord God is among us? Does it matter, brothers and sisters? It absolutely matters. If we were content to just play church, then it wouldn't matter if anything happened. But brothers and sisters, I'm not content to play church. I'm not content to wander in the wilderness. I'm not content to say I've done my job. I'm not content to say as long as we come to church and feel good every once in a while. I had a friend of mine who's a client who's also been in evangelism. He told me a couple weeks ago he's getting out of evangelism. He's going back into pastoral ministry. You know what he said to me? He said, evangelism isn't fun anymore. He said, I go to churches all across the nation and nobody works hard. Nobody cares if we have a crowd or not. As long as they leave feeling a little bit encouraged, that's good enough for them. That's not good enough for me, he said. So he said, I'm going to get out of evangelism. God's given me an opportunity to go back to a church that's been decimated with some trouble. And he said, I'm going to go back to pastoring. But you know what the the cry of that man's heart is? I'll tell you what it is. He wants to see proof that the Lord God is among us. Joshua said, you're going to know. And the priests are going to step out on water. And they're going to carry the Ark of the Covenant with them. God didn't open the waters prior. God doesn't always give us that privilege, does He, brothers and sisters? Right. It's not always fun to step out when you don't know what's going to happen. It's not always fun to step out when you have no earthly idea what the end result will be. It's not always fun to just step out into the darkness knowing that God is leading the way and telling you to do it. And they're staring at a Jordan. And yet the command is given by the new general to step out onto the water. Are you kidding me? Step out onto the water. Yes, that's what God said to do. Yes. Amen. But the Bible says the moment they took a step, their feet never touched water. Amen. Because in that moment, the God of the universe parted the waters of the Jordan River. Amen. And they walked across on dry ground. And He will, without fail, drive out from before you. So how can we know that the Lord God is among us? First of all, brothers and sisters, we must see evidence of His divine power in our midst. We need God to deliver some people from Egypt. We need God to set some people free. We need God to still drive people to an altar prayer, lead people to an altar prayer where they truly get saved. We need God to save the young people. We need God to call our young people. Having a mission conference is not because Don Bates Jr. just likes programs and likes nice events. I'm very serious when I say I hope God calls someone to the mission field. May one, two, or three here at Independent Nazarene Church. I hope the God of the universe reaches down and puts a call on somebody's life. Amen. Amen. We must see divine evidence that the Lord God is among us. And divine evidence will involve divine leadership. He is leading us, brothers and sisters. Look, I don't understand everything God's doing. God's done things in the past few months that I would have just never said were possible. I'm gonna reminisce one more time and I'll quit, I promise, maybe. <laughs> that friend of mine that was here this morning sat right over where where Bob Helfridge is sitting. He's a preacher. Not one of ours, but a nice guy. I believe he loves the Lord. Been a client of mine for a long time. I'll never forget the morning. You know, that drive to work can be pretty dangerous. Because I have time to think and pray and sometimes do more thinking than pray. By the time I got to Richmond, stepped out of my car and shut the door and stepped onto the sidewalk wrestling with what I was going to do about this, about you, about that resume I was supposed to fill out that I didn't want to fill out, about that deadline that I'm staring at knowing that I had a specific day, about all of the chatter about coming to church and seeing four or five different conversations going on and knowing they were all about me, about walking up onto this platform and just putting my head down and trusting God for grace.
2: Amen.
1: Amen. And I got to the office that day and stepped onto the sidewalk and said no. I remember as if it were yesterday when I shut the door. I said, I don't need this. Mm -hmm. Not only do I don't need it, I don't want it. Mm -hmm. I've never heard so many crazy rumors in my life. I don't need this. I don't want it. Walked up the sidewalk, unlocked the door, went into my office, turned on my computer. 10 o'clock rolls around. Here walks in this gentleman. Sits down at my conference table there in my office and stares at me for a second. And he said, you know what? I'm supposed to tell you something today. And I'm just staring. He said, you know... If we don't let God kick us out of our nest, and kick us out of our comfort zone, He'll never be able to use us to our fullest ability. We're not willing to let God kick us out of our nest, and out of our comfort zone. He He can't use us like He wants to. I started to cry. I said, Dr. McFarland, an hour ago, I told God no walking up the side. And I didn't need it, and I didn't want it. And now here you are an hour later, sitting at my table, not knowing what I had said to God, and staring at me saying, if we don't let God, kick us out of our nest and out of our comfort zone. He'll never be able to use us to our fullest extent. Brothers and sisters, we must see His leadership as divine proof that He is among us. We better not just see it, we better follow it. If God's nudging you, you better listen. If God's trying to kick you out of your nest, you better listen. If God's asking you to do more than you've ever done before, you better listen. If God's asking you to give more than you've ever given before, you better listen. If God's asking you to step up and be obedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit, you better listen because it's through His voice, it's through His divine leadership that we will know the Lord God is among us. And I close with this. If the Lord God is among us, it will be because of His leadership. And it will be because He will not fail. He won't fail. I have proven Him true. What He says He will do. And He didn't fail. And when they made it to the other side of the Jordan, remember Joshua told them this on this side of Jordan, you're going to see that the Lord God is among us. And He's not going to fail us. And on that side of Jordan, God kept the waters parted for a unique period of time. they all made it safely across And Joshua said, hey, guys, we're going to build an altar. Go back down into the bed of that river. And get 12 big stones that signify the 12 tribes of Israel. And come back up here with the 12 stones that you've taken out of that riverbed. And we're going to build an altar. And in the days to come, our children are going to walk by this altar. And they're going to ask, what happened here? And you're going to be able to say, this is the day Amen. that the God of the universe led us across the Jordan River into the land of Canaan." Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I, I believe God's given us a brand new, fresh excitement for Independent Nazarene Church. Amen. I believe that. That is not meant at all to be a reflection on the past in any way, shape, or form. It is not in my personality to do that. I actually weary with sometimes people that do. We don't have to look negatively on the past to get a bright hope for the future. We don't have to step on anyone to make ourselves look bigger and better. We don't have to reflect on something bad that someone did to think about something good that someone else is going to do. We can just know that there is a great God who's in control of our future. Amen. And who will lead us if we'll let him? And he is giving us a new excitement, I believe, for our church. But I believe that excitement will only grow as people, young and old, find him. I I believe it will only grow as. People get excited about orchestras and youth groups and revivals and God moving and lives being changed. Because hopefully the day will come when you will drive by this place and the first thought that comes to your mind will be, That's where I found God. That's where God proved Himself real to me. That's where God showed Himself to me. That's where God delivered me. That's where God set me free. See, it will remind us that the Lord God is among us. Amen. Amen. And we need that Amen. more than we need anything. Amen. We Amen. have good music. Oh, yes. I think the music's even going to get better because mm-hmm. I'm not going to sing as much. <laughs> we hopefully have decent preaching. Not hope. I hope preaching stirs your heart and challenges you. We have the greatest people in the world. We have people that love each other. Last Sunday was an emotional day with, with that family here with Don and Ann, and that man that benefited from Grace's tragic death and was given life as a result. he and his wife have been commenting back and forth to Don and Anne. And I'll never forget Saturday, last Saturday morning when Don had, called, had texted me late Friday night, woke me up. No, he didn't. <laughs> he said, would you meet us for breakfast? Amy, we agreed to. I said yes for Amy. Amy was already asleep. Nimmy and Miss Ellie can go to sleep so fast it's not even funny. Don Bates Jr. and Ethan cannot go to sleep fast. We went to breakfast, sat down with that couple, looked at me, and here's what he said. Is your church full of nice people like these two people right here? I said yes. Yeah. We have nice people. People that love each other. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we have so many good ingredients Amen. that someone would say, why don't you run a 1,000? I hope one day we will. Let me tell you something. It doesn't mean anything if the Lord God is not Amen. among us. Amen. We're not here to create a massive program. We're not here to knock the socks off the churches around us. Everybody, look at how awesome we are. not why we're here. We're not here to impress the masses. We're not here to impress the big wigs. We had one here this morning, but he's our friend. And I'm grateful for my friend, Chris Cravens. I'm so honored that he agreed to do that. But we're not out to impress anybody. We just want to know that the Lord God is among us. Amen. And if that's your heart's cry, and if that's my heart's cry, He'll prove it. He'll show up. He'll set somebody free. He'll put a life back together. He'll fill somebody with the Holy Spirit. He'll change a life. He'll unite people. He's doing that. In the past few months, He's done things I just... I'll confess, my faith wasn't that high. But you know what I did? I just stepped back and said, you know, Lord, you're the only one that can work some of this stuff out. And you know what? He did. He always does a better job than we do playing politics. He always does a better job figuring things out than we do. He always does a better job. You know why? Because he does it with absolute perfection. And see, we're human. He's not. He's divine. And if we let Him, He will prove to us again and again that He is among us. And we need Him tonight. And I will close this service in a season of prayer. Our nation needs Him. I don't know that I've ever seen a crazier time in my life. I don't know that I have. I didn't know that a government could so easily convince people to just stay home. Kind of scary. Yeah. You better thank God we don't have a socialist in the White House. Yeah. Amen. I trust this president to do this, but I don't trust every president to do this. Right? It's a crazy time. It's a time that one president said tests test men's souls. But God is with us. Amen. Amen. And if we lean on Him, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll confess. I'm worried about today. Bates, you really don't have church. What if people got the corona? What if somebody sneezes? I'm not trying to make light. I'm, I'm saying, you know, you're in this role. It does eventually fall on you to say, what do we do? And I thought, there, I, I told somebody this will be the youngest crowd you've ever seen in your life in independent Nazarene. I was kind of wrong. because Some of our senior saints showed up. One of them did with determination like I've never seen. Yes. If the corona was around the corner, she didn't care. She was coming to church.
3: Amen.
1: And I wrestled. I wrestled with it. I went I talked to Amy the other night and just said, I'm struggling. She said, it's the devil trying to oppress you. But you worry about it. You can't help it, right? I mean, I know some of you never worry, but I worry every once in a while. And we face challenging times. We face times that to try to answer questions on our own would be foolish. In times like these, we need a Savior. times like these, we need His favor. Be very sure, your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. And So tonight, for our nation, but for us, and for our church, I want us to pray. I tell you what I want you to do. You know I'm not a fan of the Holy Mother. I don't want to do that tonight, but I do want us to And I look, I know this social distancing means you don't get close to somebody, so I'm not going to ask you to lay hands on each other like we normally do on Wednesday nights when we pray for each other, but I do want us to gather, I want us to gather and pray. Would you do that with me? You don't have to kneel. Just gather, gather around these front steps, gather near the altar, gather near the front pew want to stay where you are, listen, do not feel obligated to get out of your seat. I totally understand. But if you can come this way, just stand. We're going to pray, but I don't want to do the only praying. I don't even want to hear myself pray. I want to hear you pray. And I want your heart's cry tonight to be more than anything else God, we want to know that you are among us. I want you to pray that way with me. And I want you to pray for our nation. And pray for our president. And our vice president, they really do need prayer. They don't need armchair quarterbacks. I'm not an expert about this stuff. I have no clue. They need prayer. We need prayer. Pray with me. God, thank you. Thank you that you've been with us today. (laughs) Thank you that we've sensed you in our midst tonight. Lord, more than anything, we want to know that the Lord God is among us. We want to know that you are here. We want to know that you are here to help us. We want to know that Jesus loves us. And that Jesus still saves. And that lives can be changed and people turn around and homes put back together and drug addicts drug addicts set free. We want to see that you are among us. We want you to reveal yourself to us again and again and again and again. We want you to lead us. We want you to guide us. We want you to, without fail, drive our enemies away. The enemy of sin, the enemy this week keep our people from disease I pray oh God bring us back Wednesday night expecting you to help us expecting you to touch our hearts draw us near and dear to you oh God I pray for that person on the fringe tonight that needs you reach out to them I pray touch us and help us for Jesus' sake Jesus' name I pray. Would you sing this chorus with me? Somebody.